What's up, folks? It's Kevin Tucker and Nick Stavis here on the Full Time Out, bringing you a college football preview here on this Saturday of September 1st. Nick's sitting here it's with me. What's up, day. Nick? It's an exciting day. It's called the first Saturday of college football. We've had some games these last couple nights, but this is the first true college football day today. College football kicking off. Nick will be traveling up to Ames, Iowa today to watch our Cyclones take on the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. We have Scott Frost opener and Memorial Stadium and the Hawkeyes getting ready for what could be a good season for them. Yeah, uh, it's exciting. We're ready to go. Welcome back to the Full Time Out. It's Kevin Tucker here alongside Nick Stavis. Bringing you a Saturday morning edition of college football. A little, bit of, an, a little bit of an early morning. Yeah. But, you know. Coming fresh off the game last night, the Rams lost. We won't touch on that right now because this is all about college football. Kicking off today on Saturday, the 1st of September. In the background here, we got the game day, college game day going on, Nick. You know, favorite thing. First off, we'll start with favorite thing about, you know, college football season being back. Uh, I just... I just love it. I just love the the environment and the atmosphere. People always say that, you know, while I do love the NFL, people always say that um, college players and college teams and the environment around college football has more passion to it. And I think there's an argument to be made there. So I would say that that's, that's probably the most fun, just going out, you know, with your friends and, and tailgating and, you know, rooting for a team. It just, it just feels like it's more a, more of a personal feel. So, I, 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 you know, I'm excited. I can't wait for, for the season to get going. Yeah, for me, I guess, you know, besides just saying all all of it, um, you know, tailgating's fun. Uh, whether you're in Ames, as you will be today, or you're me in Glenwood, uh, you know, tailgating a little bit early before the game with your friends, getting hyped up for the big football game, whether whatever team you like, you know, it's uh, it, you can have fun and it's enjoyable. And the weather's usually good. Today it's a rainy day in Glenwood for sure. Um you know, and kind of all around the Midwest, it's kind of got that. You know, yeah. I'm hoping it stays. Out of, hoping it stays out of Ames, but uh, we'll just we'll just have to bring the ponchos and cross our fingers. Yeah, and as we sit here and look at the uh, top twenty-five, Nick, uh, you know, the Big Ten, according to the media, is uh, pretty heavy. But is yep. it top? Is it top heavy? And um, you know, the five teams in the top uh, fifteen of the AP poll. Yeah, it's you know they. The thing that's always gotten to me about the Big Ten is that they have these great top-tier teams, and then I feel like the rest of them, then you kind of have that second tier, those kind of mediocre teams, and then you have a really low-end low, low end bottom tier, you know, the Rutgers, the, yeah, the, Rutgers the Marylands, the Purdue's, um, and I think, that, I think that that sometimes is good for the Big Ten and that they can get easy wins, but it's also bad for the Big Ten and that they don't usually have a really good schedule. I mean... Uh, Wisconsin last year was let out, left out of the playoff because they simply did not play very many good teams. So I think the so I think to say I mean there's obviously some, you have to give credit where credit's due. I mean top five teams in the top fifteen. I mean that's a third of the top fifteen from the same conference. So that's obviously impressive. Um, but I just think that you know they they might be a little top heavy. They probably lack the depth that um, someone would like like the Big Twelve or the ACC would. But I would say that they. Uh, that the Big Ten is going to be competitive this year, especially at the top. Yeah, with me, you know, in preseason polls, they are what they are. Uh, you know, without you know taking a snap, a lot of it's media input. So, I mean, it's all media input, really. 
But at the same time, you know, you mentioned right. I mean, look right there with Wisconsin at four. Look at their schedule. I mean, you know, I think last year they played one or two top twenty-five teams all season. Right. And then they wonder why, if they have a slip-up, they don't get in the playoffs. There's your reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, well, look at Michigan State. They lost last night. Yeah. Number eleven in the country lost to Utah State, I believe. Yep. And. I mean, there you go. There's a top 11 team in the country and the Big Ten, quote-unquote, powerhouse They won, year. actually. Oh, they did? They did. Oh, I thought they lost They that. came back at the end. They won by seven. So 36-31. Yeah. 38-31, yeah. 38-31 to Utah State. Yeah. And, yeah, so there, I mean, there you have it. Right. So, and, is that, so yeah, so what you're asking is, is that really the number 11 team in the country? Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, you know, going as far as top heavy, I agree with you for sure. Um, I think there's a significant difference between the first couple teams in the Big Ten and then the last four or five. Um, but we'll see. That. I mean, that's, you know, it's preseason talk. It is what it is. But luckily, that's what we can do stuff like this for. And going off that, the Big 12, uh, obviously people think we're biased on that with the Cyclones. But I, I think it's the deepest conference in football. I, I think you agree with me too. You have down here that there's four ranked teams, uh, three others receiving votes, eight out of ten teams last year went to a bowl game. Tough to beat that. Yeah, I mean 80% of a, of a conference, um, when you only have 18, or when you only have 10 teams, you don't really have a lot of room for those really bad teams. Obviously you have Kansas and then Texas Tech wasn't great last year, but they did give some teams some, some good games. So I just think I feel like it's this you know, week in and week out, there's you always have to have your head on a swivel in the Big Twelve. I mean, Iowa State went into Oklahoma last last year as a thirty one point underdog and won the game. Kansas beat Texas a couple of years ago. I mean, it's just like you always have to have that. Like, okay, we have to show up in this game. Mm-hmm. Unlike other conferences, like if you're playing, you know, the fourteenth best team in your conference, you know, the worst team in your conference, and right. you're you're playing them at home, and it's like, oh well, we can we can have three turnovers and play a bad game and still maybe come away with a win. But I feel like in the Big 12, it's just it's so competitive week in, week out. They might not have the firepower that like the Big 10 or the SEC does at the top because there aren't, I believe there's only one team in the top 15 from the Big 12. But they also have three in the, you know, between 15 and 25. So I think that they just, they have that depth. Um, they're probably not as top heavy as those other uh, conferences are. But like I said, you know, it's competitive every single week. Yeah, but going off that, we're going to go quickly into like a little breakdown today on each team locally. So Nebraska, Iowa, and then Iowa State will finish off with. First off, we'll start with the Huskers over there in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, you know, Frost first year, Nick. Yep. Uh, the expectations, if anyone says they're not high, they're lying to you. Mm-hmm. Because whatever the Nebraska fans will say out in public, back behind doors, they're, they're expecting to win a lot and a lot early um huge pressure i think on frost for one i agree he's a he's a husker you know played for the huskers so he's i mean he's a guy who i mean you look at coaches he it's not quite like when fred hoiberg coached at iowa state yeah because i mean he was you know growing up in ames all about ames wanted to be a cyclone his whole life all blah 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 was a cyclone played there came back that's a lot of pressure on him. But Iowa State really, you know, they don't have the, for the basketball 
right. the historic national championship pass, like Nebraska does with uh, with football, with, with Scott Frost in yeah. football. So I'm sure he's pumped, but I'm sure at the same time there's got to be some nerves in there coming into Lincoln coaching today. I would totally agree. Um, the good news is they don't play a very good team, so yeah. you know I think that I think any of those uh, pregame jitters, but you know I think a guy like Scott Frost has been there and he's done this. So I think uh, it's not as much bringing in this brand new coach. I think it's more of just bringing in a seasoned, experienced coach just with a new team. So I think that I think Nebraska will be fine today. Um, you know they 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 can they they can expect to be better because I know they will just simply because the Husker teams of the past years they've lacked discipline, they've lacked you know fire, they've lacked competitiveness, and they're not going to lack any of that with Scott Frost. That's I mean Scott Frost. He he's the living embodiment of those three terms. So I would I would say that Nebraska can expect to be better. Um, you know, we'll obviously go through and pick their games, but I would expe- I would expect them to, to make a bowl game, and I think they can expect to win games. Can they expect to be in the top three in the Big Ten? No. Can they expect to win the Big Ten? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But can they expect to win seven or eight games? Absolutely. Number one, because they'll be better, and number two, simply because – like I talked about earlier, they have teams on their schedule that really aren't that big an issue for right. them. So I think they, uh, I think they'll be all right. And I think you know, starting tonight, the Scott Frost era is probably going to get off to a pretty good start. Yeah, with me, I think Scott Frost brings some more swag, quote unquote. I would you know? agree. Um, Huskers lack that lately, and I think you know for a while they. You look at what you know Frost brings to the table. He's a young coach, kind of like what Campbell brings to Iowa State. A young coach. Gets the you know the players feeling more loose and mm-hmm. you know look good play good feel good you know, yep. and um, I think he'll do that for the the uh, Huskers this year and I think Nebraska fans if they are patient yeah. it'll be a fine but same time and I think they will be I, I think that, that, that I think it's different this time because this is like you said this is their homeboy right this is the yeah. guy that that won national championship so I honestly think he could go out and win three games and they would. They would just shrug it off and wait till next year. I, I think that the, the I think they're that in love with Scott Frost right now that that's uh, that that's kind of their attitude. But I definitely think they're going to win more than three games. I mean, I I believe they'll be they'll be a better team than that. So there's there's some you know controversy this week over there in Nebraska land with their backup quarterback electing to or transfer. And so that's going to leave Martinez, the true freshman. I guess I don't blame the kid. As a starter. No, I don't. Jebbia. But I, I mean, here's the thing now. If you're the Huskers and you run a style like Scott Frost likes to run with a true freshman quarterback, and he this uh, Martinez didn't even play his senior year because of an injury. Right. So he hasn't played, I think, football t- since his junior year of high school. Yes. Uh, highly talented kid, without a doubt. Got a, you know he's bringing a lot to the table. It sounds like he's a stud. Yeah. But if he goes down, I think they're down to a a a guy who was not. I think he might even be a walk on. I'm trying to look. Uh, the Huskers I know have a transfer that came in. He's got to sit out. But there's a lot of that's a lot of pressure on yeah. a true freshman kid. Absolutely. And and, and playing in front of ninety thousand. What did it say? I I saw a stat that this was the. First true freshman quarterback to ever start a season opener for Nebraska. Right. So, and I believe it. I mean, it's tough. We'll look at the schedule here real quick. Um, Nick and I are going to go through these live, and we're going to predict the score or, or schedules, win-loss records for the Huskers, Hawkeyes, and Cyclones. First off, we're obviously 
tonight versus Akron. I got them a win, Nick. You? Yeah, uh, a lot. Big win. Uh, next week, September 8th, the Huskers play the Colorado Buffaloes in Memorial Stadium. That's a 2.30 Central kickoff time. I have the Huskers with the win there. Yeah, that's going to be – I think that will be a fun game just because it's, you know – It's an older rivalry. Yeah, neither of those well. teams ever really liked each other either. So, I think they've, they've had good games in the past. They've kind of had banter. Um, uh, ever since they were in the Big 8 together, they, they'd always kind of gone at it. And then uh, – now uh, here they are playing again. I think it's fun. I think it's fun, and they. I think they start Oklahoma rivalry next week of the year or next year or the year after. I think it's fun to bring back these old rivalries, especially when you have a team move conferences. Yeah. I think it's fun. I, I I like how their AD and their you know their coaching staff are trying to bring back these these old rivalries. I think that's fun. But yeah, I got I got a I got Nebraska starting two and zero. So then they take on Troy September fifteenth uh, in Memorial Stadium. Nebraska playing three straight home games here in the non-con, and that's going to be a win for the Huskers as well. Yeah, Troy had a pretty good season last year. I think they won. Uh, I believe they went to a bowl game, and I, I think they won their conference. Um, I know I do remember them knocking off LSU in uh, in uh, LSU. So I think you know they might be a little bit of a dangerous team, but I don't think the Huskers will have an issue with them. So Nick and I both have the Huskers starting off three zero. Then we'll go to then the uh, Huskers are going to take on Michigan at Michigan. Uh, that's a loss for me for the Huskers. Yeah, first conference game. Uh, big house is always a tough place to play. Michigan, I, I, you know, Michigan kind of to me is, I wouldn't say Jim Harbaugh's on a hot seat, but he's just they're going to expect a lot more out of Michigan this year than they have than they've gotten the last couple of years. You know, he went. I believe he won 11 games his first his first season as the head coach, and then the last couple of seasons they've gone I think seven and five or eight and four. Um, so I, I you know that's that's not really the standard Michigan expects from them. So I think I think uh, first conference game, the Wolverines are gonna are gonna take it there. Yeah, with Michigan it's always been whether or not they have a quarterback, and I don't think Harbaugh's had a good quarterback since he's been there. Yeah. So will he have one this year? We'll see. But that's a loss for the Huskers. Uh, so we both have them at three and one right now. Then they're going back home, coming back home and facing Purdue on the 29th of September. Um, that's a win for the Huskers. They have to win that game, I think. They need that win. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't think it would be that big of an issue. I don't, I don't know exactly what Purdue has this year, but I would assume Nebraska at home. You know, that's a that's the kind of that's the kind of game that. Uh, Purdue's on their side of the Big Ten, so those are the kind of games that they need to win, and I don't think they'd have much of an issue with uh, with Purdue there. The big game will be October 6th. Nick and I both have the Huskers going, being 4-1, and one, going at Wisconsin and Madison, and I have the Huskers with a loss here, Nick. Yeah, I would assume if Nebraska's 4-1, and one, and I'm going to assume that Wisconsin will be undefeated at that point because we'll get to them later on, but I, I think they're going to win the Big Ten. Um I would assume if those two teams have those records, it'll probably be a night game uh, in Madison. So, uh, you know, time's to be announced so far, but I, I think that will be a, a prime time game. And I think, uh, you know, watching Wisconsin last night, that offensive line, Jonathan Taylor, um, Horny Brooks back for his junior season. I think uh, I think Wisconsin's going to be tough to beat. I don't think anyone beats them this year, so I don't think Nebraska's any different. Four and two that we both have Nebraska heading into the game against Minnesota. Or Northwestern's um, next. Oh, yeah, Northwestern, that would be. And, you know, this is a toss-up game for me, Nick. 11 a.m. kickoff on the road. Uh, it's 
I mean, it could be. It should be a win for Nebraska, but I, I think they, uh, I think they slip up on this one. Ah, uh, I'm gonna give them this one. I think, uh, I think, in years past, it would be a slip up game, but I think, uh, like I said earlier, Scott Frost is gonna have his team ready. He's gonna have his team disciplined. I don't think they're gonna be as surprised as much as they were the last couple of years. So I don't think, I don't think Northwestern's that big a deal for them. Um, I think they go into Chicago and get that win. So you have the Huskers now five and two. I have them four and three going against Minnesota on October twentieth in Memorial Stadium. Uh, watched Minnesota play. I believe it was on Thursday night. They had that first game. Uh, yeah, I didn't watch it. And but. I'm going to give the Huskers a win here. It's a home game. Uh, Scott Frost, you know, with a game back in Minnesota, depending on what they do at Wisconsin, and then you know Northwestern. That's a must win for the Huskers, depending on what's going on there. Uh, give uh, the Huskers a win. Yeah, I think Nebraska's going to be tough at home this year. I think their fans are going to be crazy. They're going to be rowdy. The the you know the 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 sea of red's going to be back um, for them this year. I think I think it kind of dwindled last season just simply because they couldn't win any games. Um, but I think they're going to be tough to beat at home. So I would I, I don't think they'll have much of an issue with uh, with Minnesota. I have the Huskers at five and three. Nick has the Huskers at six and two heading into. This is, where it gets, game. this is where it gets rough for them, I think. Ohio State, at Ohio State, November 3rd, that's a loss for the Huskers. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you there. I don't think uh, I don't think they can, you know, they'll be improved, but going into the horseshoe and winning is not easy for anybody. I don't think I don't think Nebraska can get it done there. Next up is November 10th for the Huskers at home versus Illinois. This is an, I think this is an easy win for the yeah, Huskers. Yeah, I think Illinois has been picked at the bottom of most of the um, most of the preseason predictions I've read about the Big Ten, so I don't think uh, I don't think Nebraska will have much of a problem with Illinois, especially at home. So right now I have them at seven and three, seven three, and I have them at six and four going against Ill- or going against Michigan State in Memorial Stadium. Maybe it was a fluke last night with Michigan yeah, State. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I had this chalked up as an instant loss for Nebraska, but now I'm kind of second-guessing myself. Early in the preseason, I guess, you know, I had that same thing. Mm-hmm. I had Michigan State coming in Memorial Stadium and beating the Huskers. I, I'm i going to give this, as of right now, I'll give this to the Huskers a win. Uh, Yeah, I think, I think after watching last night, after seeing that score, you know, Nebraska, like I just said, they're going to be tough to beat at home. So I think um, D'Antoni's going to have to have his team ready if they come in and uh, the Huskers. And if they're, you know, if they have six or seven wins at that point in the season, they're probably pretty happy with themselves. So I think they're going to keep rolling. And uh, if you'd have talked to me yesterday morning, I would have said Michigan State's going to win this game. But I think I'll have to, you know, toss up. I think I'll have to give it to Nebraska. And finally, the day after Thanksgiving game, it's the Iowa Hawkeyes versus Nebraska, that is at Iowa City. Iowa has done a good job in this uh, Mm -hmm. rivalry as of late, and I don't think there's any difference here. It's at Iowa this year. I have Nebraska 7-5 and right there, I believe. Yeah, um, I think think Iowa... This is a loss for me. Yeah, I think Iowa does get a win there. Um, you know, they beat Nebraska 56-14 to last season. I know this is going to be a different Nebraska team. In Lincoln. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to, to go into Lincoln and beat them by 42 points, and like I just said, I know it's going to be a different Nebraska team, but, you know, I don't think you can make that much of an improvement. I think Iowa kind of has their number, 
and I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Hawks in in uh, in Iowa City. So I have Nebraska finishing eight and four. A um, couple toss up games in there, but uh, I think that's right about middle of the road where where Nebraska will be. Eight and four for Nick, seven and five for me for the Huskers. <laughs> we head over now to the new team uh, on the full timeout. It is the Iowa Hawkeyes, and you know the Hawkeyes this year. They got. I think if you're a Hawkeye fan, you're going to be pretty excited. Yep. Um, they got Stanley coming back, a good quarterback. I think he's got a lot of pressure on his uh, shoulders right now, um, but I think he's going to deliver. Their defense is always, you know, pretty good. And um, first game tonight, today. Yeah. Two forty-five. Yep. Um, I've heard all week that I was on major upset watch right now, just simply because they had to suspend a lot of their players. Um, I think it was three of their five offensive linemen that aren't playing today. Um, I, what was the story? The guy was so drunk he thought the cop car was an Uber. Yeah, so that that was a funny story. But um, so yeah, there's a couple of those guys that are out. Um, I would say they are on upset watch, but you know I would say that they'll sneak one out that Iowa usually does. I mean, they usually like to pull that kind of stuff. So I, I'm gonna go with Iowa today. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Iowa. Uh, for whatever reason, I feel like Iowa, that first game of the year, they always have it close for a while, mm-hmm. and then they pull it out, um, you know, between 10 to 14 points at the end. Um, but this is the Hawks. Uh, if, you know, you lose that many linemen, it's tough no matter who you're playing. Especially for the brand of football they play. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, I think Stanley's a pretty good quarterback, yeah. and I think he'll lead the way to the Hawks victory. Um September eighth, a week from today, is that game the Cy Hawk game, and no, we're we're both uh, sitting that one out, so we okay. will not play, pick this one. Um, we'll save that for you guys for next week. For next week, uh, then the September fifteenth, they played the Northern Iowa, Northern Iowa Panthers. Excuse me, um, that's six thirty game. That's a win for the Hawks. Yeah, night game in Kinnick. Um, as much as I hate to say it. Winning at night in Iowa City is not an easy thing to do, nope. and especially when you're an FCS team. So I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, you and I or Iowa on that one. Saturday, uh, September 22nd. Then the Hawkeyes play. Or actually, they host uh, Wisconsin in a battle, and this is a tough game for me. Um, it's the time has not been announced like right now. Until I see Iowa play. This year, I'll give this win to the Wisconsin Badgers, but I think it could be closer, Nick, um, than expected. Yeah. Um, here in the next couple well, of weeks. I mean, last year we saw Penn State win on the last play of the game. Um, they were ranked what third or fourth in the country. They go into Iowa City in a night game and they just about get beat. You know, they just about lose their entire chances right there. So, uh, like I said, it's a tough place to play. Um, like, I mean, there's no time set yet, but that does matter, I believe. Um, but like I said earlier, I don't think anyone beats Wisconsin in the regular season this year. So I'm going to go with the Badgers. At Minnesota, next game for Iowa. Um, you know, talk about, I think, you know, two coaches that really don't like each other. That's yeah. uh, P.J. Fleck and the uh, Hawkeyes. Um, Kirk Ferentz. Kirk Ferentz and his son. Yeah. Um, I I think this is a game both coaches really want to win badly. Mm-hmm. and um, But I'm going to give Iowa that win. Uh, this one's tough for me. Um, on the road, I don't think I, – I think this is one of those games that Iowa slips up. 
Um, they do have a pretty pretty easy schedule from looking at this. Um, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to take Minnesota on this one. And and in, in, in Minnesota, I'm gonna have to go with the, the Gophers. October thirteenth, they play at Indiana. This is a, I think a win for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, I would agree. Then October twentieth, they play or at they host on homecoming Maryland. Uh, not the basketball team, the football team, folks, and that will be a win for the Hawkeyes. Uh, yeah, that's uh, not going to be an issue for them. So I have them at, I think, 5-2 and two right now. You have them at, well, I guess without picking the... I got them at 5-1 and one without picking the uh, Iowa State game. And I have them at 4-2. So. Heading into Penn State on the October 27th. Uh, that's a win for Penn State, a loss for the Hawkeyes. Yeah, uh, hard place to win at Happy Valley, um, especially... Especially when they, uh, you know, they have they have McSorley coming back. They obviously lost Saquon Barkley, but a lot of teams are picking, or a lot of uh, you know, quote unquote experts I've seen are picking Penn State to even win the Big Ten this year. So I don't think I don't think Iowa will be able to, to shock anybody. I'm going to go with uh, Penn State on that one. Uh, next, they have Purdue, November third. Give that win to the Hawkeyes. Yep, going with them. November 10th, it's Iowa versus Northwestern in the military appreciation game. Give that win to the Hawkeyes for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh I'm going to go with the Hawkeyes here at home. Northwestern could be a team that, you know, they always seem to kind of have a a program together. Did they win that game the other night? Yeah, they did. Um so they beat Purdue the other night. Um uh, but yeah, I, I think that was on the road as well, but I'm going to have to go with uh, I'm going to have to go with Iowa at home. November 17th at Illinois. Nick, this is a win for the Hawks. Yep. And then they have Nebraska. Right. And this is a win for the Hawks as well for me. Folks, this year, I mean, Nick had it on the uh, on the rundown today. I mean, can the Hawks go for a Big Ten title? Um, you know... They they I think they have the they have the schedule in front of them to do that. They have uh, to beat Wisconsin. Yeah, I because mean, Wisconsin on their side in the in the Big Ten West, they have to beat the Badgers. If they can do that, they definitely have a shot. Right now, I have them at eight and three without picking the Iowa State game. So uh, you know that's you know I think I only had them losing. They play. I think two. I had them losing three games in the Big Ten, but if they can reverse that and beat Wisconsin, I think it's a whole different whole different deal. Right now, they have two ranked teams in their on their schedule, mm-hmm. um, so you know it's a favorable schedule for the Hawkeyes. Uh, a lot of I think a lot will depend though on that game next week. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, right now I have the Hawkeyes losing you know two possibly three uh, games. So Hawkeyes, I guess, be Could excited. Be a pretty good season. Yeah. Yep. And finally, we're going to the Cyclones of Iowa State. You know, breakout year for Iowa State, and the year that I think Nick once again they have a tough schedule. Yeah, absolutely. And and like I said, the Big Twelve is competitive every single week. They have one, two, three, four teams, four ranked teams on their schedule to start the season. So I think uh, I think they're gonna have to just have their head on a swivel. I think they're gonna need to get ready. Um, South Dakota State will be a good feel it out game. I think. Um, the team who went to the Final Four last year, yeah, in the FCS. I uh, I think they're going to need to be ready tonight. I'm not sure it'll be that big of an issue, um, but I think they're. I mean, they can't. They can't just go in there like they're going to, you know, 
No, I agree. Blow them out because yeah. if you do that, then you're overlooking a team and all of a sudden you're shocked. So um, I think they'll be okay tonight, but you know they they got they got to be ready because all of a sudden you play South Dakota State and then you have to go at Iowa and Oklahoma at home. I mean it starts just like that. So um, tough schedule. I think I think this is the year for Matt Campbell to prove that last year wasn't a fluke. I'm with you there. Uh, today it's a win for South Dakota State. Uh, you know. Caleb Sanders, the former Glenwood defensive tackle and lineman, playing, uh, took his red shirt off. There. Um, yep. So the South Dakota State Jackrabbits will be fun to watch tonight with Caleb possibly going out there in in uh, Jack Trice Stadium and getting some playing time, hopefully, right. and playing the Cyclones. But the Cyclones here, you know, I think, you know, too much power uh, up front and on the defensive line. I think the defensive line will really show today. Uh, why they're Big 12. Iowa State has an actual Big 12 caliber defensive line. Yep. And I think that's why uh, the success has came last year, and I think it will continue this year as that defensive line, and you'll see that tonight here with the Cyclones. I would agree. Obviously, we're not picking the Iowa game. Iowa game. At Oklahoma, or Oklahoma comes to town at 11 a.m. Um, you know, this is a... I guess for me to just get off my high horse on the Cyclones... I'll give this a loss for Iowa State. Yeah. But I think if they beat Iowa, they'll give Oklahoma a good game. I'm with you. Um, 100%. But I, I I think... Oklahoma's got a new quarterback. I have to watch them play uh, Lincoln Riley's second year as head coach. Obviously, the Sooners are pissed off at Iowa State from last year. But at the same time, Iowa State knows they can beat Oklahoma. Well, yeah, and I mean, they still made the, the playoff. So, you know, right. they... they uh, but they have some big... They have some big shoes to fill, I would say. So, uh... Baker you know, Mayfield. Yeah, number one overall draft pick, Heisman winner. They they have a pretty big guy to replace there. But, you know, Oklahoma being ranked seventh in the country. I'm not, I, Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma on this one. September 22nd, Iowa State hosts Akron. Same team Nebraska hosts today. Uh, it's a win for the Cyclones. Yep, absolutely. Next, it's October 6th, or excuse me, September 29th at TCU. A game where TCU kind of came in Ames last year and got upset by the Cyclones. Yep. So this this one, I think, is it's a win for the TCU Home Frogs. Yep, I'm gonna go with TCU on that one. So I have them at two and two right now without picking the Iowa game. As well for me, and then we have them playing at Oklahoma State on October sixth. Nick, this is a win for me. Yeah, this is a toss up. Um, you know, I think this will be a really good game. I think these are two similar teams. I was at that Oklahoma State game last year. You know, I think Iowa State will not will be better than they were last year. Oklahoma State will be not as good as they were last year. They lost Mason Rudolph, who was arguably the best quarterback in the country, if you take away Baker Mayfield. Um, you know, I mean, and they took him to, you know, I think it was one touchdown, and it was that last play of the game where it was that interception, a couple of questionable calls. So I would, you know, I, I'm going to go with the, uh, Iowa State on the road here. I think that would be a huge win for them. To kind of get going, you know, if they're going into that game two and two, two and three, um, I think they'll be they'll need to. Uh, I think they'll need to pick up a win there. So I'm going to go with Iowa State. Next, it's October 13th in Ames, West Virginia. Yeah. Uh, which I think are a, a game where two. I, of, I think the best quarterbacks are two of the top quarterbacks in the Big 12. Yep. With uh, Kyle Kemp and then uh, Will Greer. Yeah, Greer from uh, West Virginia. <laughs> It's a good game. It's a tough game. It's a game where Iowa State needs to win at home. They need to beat tough opponents at home. 
And this would be a win for the Cyclones. Yeah, I, I, I'm not on this West Virginia train that the rest of the country's on. Um, you know, everyone's high on Will Greer right now, and I would agree with that. But West Virginia's defenses in the past have been hideous. So um, I don't know if they have that brand of football to be ranked in the top 20 already. They're ranked 17th right now. I'm not buying it. I'm going to go with Iowa State at home. Next is Texas Tech homecoming game on October 27th. To me, that's a win for the Cyclones. Yep, going with uh, Iowa State there. So right now I have them at, I believe it's 5-2. and two. Yeah, no. We both have them 5-2 and two without five picking and two. the, psych- yep. the uh, Hawkeye game. Correct. Uh, heading at Kansas, uh, November 3rd. Uh, it's an easy win, I think. Yeah, uh, Kansas, you know, last year was what, like 45-0? to zero. Yeah, I think that's um, one, think that's Kansas... Iowa State's only Big 12's, I think, easy, easy win. Yeah, I would agree. 6-2, and two, we have the Cyclones without picking the Hawkeye game. Coming back home on November 10th against Baylor. That's a win for the Cyclones, Nick. Yeah, I think Baylor will be improved from last year. They gave Iowa State a pretty good run for their money. Um, you know, it was definitely a down year for Baylor. All those... Uh, all those allegations, all the uh, suspensions and the firings that went on down at Baylor a couple of years ago, the big scandal that happened, um, they really kind of felt the full force of that last year. I don't think they, I think they won like two or three games, mm-hmm. um, but I think they'll be improved this year. They got a new coach. Um, I think they'll come in and give Iowa State a game, but I don't think it should be much of an issue for the Cyclones at home. I'm with you there. November 17th at Texas. I have Iowa State losing this one, Nick. Yeah. It's a tough game for me to pick them to lose. Uh, but at the end of the day, I, you know, Herman's got to get things rolling there. Yeah. And I think this year he, he, he has a good shot to do that. Yeah. It, uh, it's a tough it's a tough road game. I think the, the Cyclones will lose that one. Yeah, a night game in, uh, in Austin. I think that's going to be tough for Iowa State. Um, I think they'll give them a game. I think it'll be a pretty good game. Uh, this was one of the games that... You and I were really frustrated frustrated about last year. They were, they were still in the Jacob Park yep. um, era early in the season. I think it was the second or third game of the year. Um, Iowa State definitely should have won that game at home. I think David Montgomery only got the ball like eight times. It was just a very poorly coached game, I would say. They only lost by ten. But um, I think Iowa State will be out for revenge. But, you know, Texas has some firepower this year, and a lot of, a lot of people are picking them to be pretty good. Right now they're ranked 23rd. I wouldn't be surprised if they stay in the top 25 all season and uh, you know maybe even contend for a Big 12 title. So I'm going to have to go with Texas, uh, Texas at home against Iowa State. Last game of the year in the regular season for the Cyclones will be November 24th versus Kansas State. The one and only game this I have is, scheduled, yeah. circled, starred, everything, Nick. Yep. This is the game this year I want Iowa State to win more than any. Yeah, um, you heard it here first on obviously, November first, September first. Uh, sorry, obviously I would much rather have them beat Iowa than uh, Kansas State. But you know, I Kansas State is definitely one of those teams that just seems to have our number, and uh, I don't really like them these past couple of years. Iowa State has had them close um, last year. There were some. I'll go out and say it right away. There were some terrible calls in that game last year. Um, I think Iowa State definitely got um, definitely got you know jipped on a win there. Uh, last game of the season. Um, so I think Iowa State will... I, I honestly think the Cyclones will be so ready for this game that it's not even going to be close. I'm with you. So yeah. I think... What do we have them at? 8-3 and three right now without picking... Yeah. With losses to Oklahoma, TCU, and Texas. Yep. So 8-3 and three without picking the Iowa game. We both have, yeah. 8-3. and three. 
Um, I would know? say the over. I would say the good over on right now. I think the line's six. Yeah, for six them. or six. I think it's six and a half. I think a good one would be seven. Um, you know, I I think they'll go to a bowl game for sure. You know, there's six wins on that schedule. Oh, yeah. I mean, you it's have Kansas. Schedule. You have Kansas, Baylor, um, Texas Tech, Akron, and South Dakota State. That's five wins right there. All you have to do is beat one decent team, and you you're in a bowl game. So I think uh, I think Iowa State will definitely be back to a bowl game um, once we get into January. Um, Matt Campbell um, has them ready, I believe. You know they have weapons this year. They have David Montgomery. They have Kyle Kempt back for his fifth or sixth year of college. So he obviously is experienced. He knows what he's doing. Um, that defense is good. Demonte Ruth is out tonight, suspended. Um, but you know that's kind of what I had a friend tell me this. That's not something Iowa State's used to, but that's kind of what happens when you start getting really good recruits. You start getting kind of the troublemakers. And, you know, as much as we get frustrated with that, those are the kind of personalities you bring in when you bring in good recruits. So, you know, the fact that he's only out for one game, I'm not too worried about it. But, you know, they, uh, I think think they're going to be all right. Yeah, with Cyclones this year, uh, you're seeing these guys develop that Matt Campbell brought in. and I think a big thing here with what I'm excited to see with the Cyclones this year, obviously David Montgomery is the player to watch. I mean, without a doubt. Uh, Heisman sleeper. I saw someone, CBS Sports had them had him as a Heisman sleeper. He's not on the Heisman watch list right now. Um, but, you know, if he, can, if he can stay healthy all year, I think he'll be dangerous. Tonight, uh, I'm watching. Do we, do we want to do score picks for these games today? Yeah, and let me, then, let me and talk maybe, real quick uh, on Jaquan Bailey. Okay. You and I talked about this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, but it's never been published yet. And before the season starts, I gotta say it, or else it won't be on record. Mm. But Jaquan Bailey, folks, is obviously a guy Iowa State fans will really know. But he's a guy I think is going to break the all-time single season sack record at Iowa State this year. Um, and when he does that, he'll be the all-time career leader in sacks. So that's my player to watch this year, Jaquan Bailey, coming off the uh, defensive inside, uh, a big Cyclone guy. So let's do. Uh, I, I'm gonna agree with you there. Let's do this. Um, I have a couple of big games here just around the country. Um, let's pick those score picks for today, and then we'll uh, save the last three um, regional teams. Yep. Um, for last. So the first game today, um, you and I talked about it. Pretty big game. Washington and Auburn. Um, as early as it is, this game could. Honestly, have some pretty big playoff implications. Mm-hmm. Auburn's out to win a, you know, they got beat by UCF in their bowl game last season. Obviously, not too happy about that, but they beat Alabama last year, um, and I think people kind of forget that. So they're out to win a SEC title, and uh, if you do that, you're in the playoff. So I think they need to they need to start off on the right foot. Washington, on the other hand, I mean, the Pac-12 isn't that competitive. It wasn't last year, and I think the I think the Pac-12 is Washington's to lose. So I think this uh, this game has some big implications. It's supposed to be a, at a new quote unquote neutral site, but it's in it's in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. yeah, it's so in Georgia. So. It'll be a obviously majority uh, Auburn fans there. This is as you mentioned, Washington and Pac 12s chance to do something early yeah. on, make a statement. Um, I'm taking Washington here, Nick. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Auburn. Uh, I think, like you said, it's gonna be kind of a home atmosphere for for. Uh, for the Tigers, so I'm going to go with uh, Auburn. It's number six Washington and number nine Auburn. So if you're not doing anything at 2:30 uh, this afternoon, that's going to be a big one. 
Um, so now we have West Virginia and Tennessee. Tennessee is not ranked. West Virginia is 17th. I think this is kind of the first chance to kind of see what West Virginia is made of. Tennessee is not necessarily a, a great team, but they're an SEC squad. So I think they're gonna, um, you know, they're gonna kind of test West Virginia here right off the bat. This is at a neutral site game as well. It's in Carolina at the Panther Stadium. Um, I'm gonna go with West Virginia in this one, but closer than you might think. Yeah, I'll take West Virginia too, Nick. Um, experience at quarterback. Big 12 needs to step up here early on and give this win the Mountaineers. Later tonight, 6:30 p.m. NBC. Michigan, number tw- number 14, Michigan, number 12, Notre Dame. This one's in South Bend. The cheapest ticket you can get to this game is $450. These teams have not played since 2014. They've had a pretty storied rivalry. This one's in South Bend. That's gonna be a that's gonna be a I think that's gonna be a fun game to watch. You know, if I wasn't going to the game, I right. think I think yeah. I want to flip channels. One for of the that TVs one. will be on that yeah. game, I'm sure. Who you got? Oh, Nick, this is a tough one for me. Um, I'll take home with Notre Dame. Okay. Um, I've always had this feeling that Notre Dame's kind of overrated every year at the beginning of the season. They're, they're always in the top 20, and they always end up falling out of it right off the bat. Um, I feel like they're always a little overrated. Um, so I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Michigan on this one. I think Michigan gets a big one on the road, and I think that's the start of the first true, truly great season that Harbaugh has in Michigan. So, um, The next one here we have, I don't think this will be that big of an um, issue for us to pick, but Alabama plays Louisville down in Florida in Orlando. Um, the Louisville... You know, ever since, you know, they don't have Lamar Jackson for the first time in a while, so it will be kind of odd mm-hmm. watching Louisville without Lamar Jackson. But, uh, you know, I'm going to go with Alabama. Kirk Herbstreit right now, I've kind of been, I follow him on Twitter. I've kind of been following him, you know, this morning. We see right now on College Game Day, they're talking about Nick Saban. But Kirk Herbstreit is so high on their quarterback, right? Tua, Teglava, yeah. or whatever. I don't even, I can't pronounce his name. But that he is so high on him right now. Um, I saw a tweet the other day. Kirk Herbstreit thinks that they're, a team will be lucky to hold them under 40 points this season. Roll Tide. Yep. All right, so now we have – this is a fun game. This is actually tomorrow night. There's no pro football on tomorrow. So they decided to move a pretty good college contest to tomorrow night. It's number 8 Miami against number 25 LSU in Dallas. Um, that could be a fun Jerry's game. World. Yeah. So who you got? Uh, Nick, that one. I got LSU. I think they shocked Miami right off the bat. Let's go with, uh, I'll take LSU with you here. Uh, the U, if they come out with the chain again, it'd be funny to see LSU Tigers uh, take that right from them. Not a chain fan. I will take, uh, I'll take the Tigers. Okay. Coach O. Last one, um, before we get to the. The regional games, Monday night, another ranked versus ranked matchup. Um, this one is actually in Tallahassee, Florida. Virginia Tech, number 20 Virginia Tech at Florida State, number 19. Um, ACC matchup here, who you got? It's a good matchup here. Um, I don't know what it is, but these two teams I always enjoy watching. Yeah. Uh, usually, especially with Beamer Ball. Mm-hmm. When he was there coaching, and with Florida State, they always have the athletes, man. They're it's fun to watch. Where's that game at? Florida State. 
I'll, get, I'll take the home team there. Yep. Florida State. I'm going to go with the Knowles there. Um, I think Florida State's out to prove something after last year. Um, and I think I think they're ready to go. So now we have the first game this afternoon. Score pick for Iowa and Northern Illinois. 240 in Kinnick. Hawks. 27. And... Northern Illinois fourteen. Okay, um, I got I got Iowa thirteen ten. I think this is a low scoring game. I think Iowa and I think Iowa's losing this game until the fourth quarter. Just it, simply, I mean, if if they had all of their starters, I would pick them in a heartbeat. But I think this is a close game. This just feels like one of those like Central Michigan kind of games where they they just get shocked. But I don't think they actually lose this one. I'm gonna go thirteen ten Iowa. Hopefully the um, Hawkeyes. Turf doesn't blow up again. Yeah, that would be bad. Uh, <laughs> it, did you see that picture this week? Yeah, where it was flooded. Yeah, it was like a balloon. Yeah. Um, so let's go Nebraska and Akron. 7 o'clock kickoff in Memorial Stadium. I'm going 41-21 to 21, Nebraska. I think it's the game where Martinez is going to throw some turn, has some turnovers. I think the jitters will show. The lack of playing football will show. But Nebraska will cover. And I think it's the spread be is 21. 35. 35-10 uh, Huskers. So we both have. I don't have them covering this brand. I have them winning by 20. So uh, we both have Iowa. You have Iowa covering the spread. I don't. You have Nebraska covering the spread. I don't. The spread for the Iowa game is 10. This one's 21. Um, we'll put up a poll on the full timeout Twitter. Yeah. Do you think this, these teams will cover the spread? Um, so make sure you, you look at that one. Now we finally have Iowa State and South Dakota State in Ames tonight. Jack Trice Stadium. 7 o'clock kickoff. Like you said, um, it's offshore game. Yeah, it's so an it's offshore game. Since 14 point. Last I saw was 14. I think the Cyclones... Cover easy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go 38-14 to 14 Iowa State. I think Campbell's going to be very vanilla today, not show a lot at all. They're going to really, I think, use Montgomery early and often. Then I think they, they'll show you the stable of backs they have. Their defense will show up. I think it'll be tough for the Jackrabbits to score. Final score for me, Cyclones 32 – or uh, Cyclones – I'll go Cyclones of 38, South Dakota State 10. Okay, so we both uh, we both have the Cyclones covered in there. Um, that about wrap it up? Yeah, I mean, that's it, folks. It's college football. Get We're excited. Gonna, we are going to hurry up and get off this podcast so we can get it loaded up for you in case you're sitting around at home Getting ready for your big game, bored, want something to do. We are T-minus, what, hour and a half? First game's kick off at 11-ish, so we're close. That's going to do it here on the Full Time Out. All right, folks, that's the wrap here on the Full Time Out. Thanks to Nick for stopping by this morning. As always, you know, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on the mic here with me talking football. Yeah, it's fun. I, uh, it's, it's always a pleasure, um, and I love it. It's uh Something I love to do, and I'll never turn down an opportunity to talk some football. So I'm I'm ready for today. There you go. Nick is off, folks, to Ames.
He's going to be in the Jack Tri Stadium today to watch Cyclones and Matt Campbell take on Caleb Sanders <laughs> and the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. That's a wrap, folks, here on the Full Time Out. See ya.